welcome to episode number 95 of Quality Christian Living. I am your host, David Friend. We've been on a series now for quite a while dealing with our faith. It's been entitled, Faith to Receive. And through all of these podcasts, we've been talking about various things that are crucial to understanding how to have an increase in faith and how to trust God to cause our faith to grow and to expand and become more powerful. The Word of God tells us that we can have effective and fervent prayers, and they availeth much. So that's what we want. That's the type of life we want in our prayer times. That's the type of faith that we like to have. So with that, we've taught a series of messages here that's covered a lot of topics. Some of those were a new dream, how to have a new dream, how to stay focused in our desire for greater faith and more powerful faith what it is to have new life from past experience and how we can grow in our faith from the experiences we've had in our past. We've also covered things like calling forth those things that are not as though they are. I've talked about that faith plays a vital role in every aspect of life, every bit of our life that we deal with, that our words affect everything. The words that we speak affect everything that we do and everything that we say and everything that we believe and the impact that we have on other people. In addition to that, in this series, we've talked about having an anticipation of joy, an anticipation of God answering your prayers, even during your trials and your challenges. And as you're going through the circumstances that you have to deal with, we all have to deal with, we basically can have great faith and great joy. We talked about how God believes in us and that he's our biggest fan and he's a supporter of us and that we need to learn how to avoid the victim mentality, that the attitude that how come I never get blessed and how come other people get blessed and I don't get blessed. That, that's something that we covered that I think is a, a vital podcast that you can go back and listen to. In addition to that, we talked about how defining moments can have a great impact on our faith and that how God's promises outweigh the obstacles that we face. No matter what we face, no matter how difficult the trials and the obstacles are, God's power, his promises are greater than any obstacle that we'll ever face in our life. Then we went over the area of the new challenges that we face each and every day and how those will cause our faith to grow and talked about how it's all in the blood. Blood of Jesus was shed so we could have remission for our sins and forgiveness of our sins and and being restored into a right relationship with God. All of those things were so important and those were messages that we've talked about. And then last podcast I did, we talked about the best is yet to come in our faith, that our faith will grow. So with that, I want to kind of use this particular lesson. I'm entitling it, How to Experience Greater Faith, as a general topic. But let me just kind of share with you kind of a review, a quick review of those things I think that built up to help us understand how to have greater faith in a walk with God. Now, it all comes from, this teaching comes from a book that I wrote entitled, Receive Everything from What We Call Nothing. And if you're interested in that book, you can go to my webpage at davidcfriendauthor.com and it's available there. So I hope that that would be a help to you. In addition to that, this entire premise of this book and these podcasts that I've been doing has to do with Romans 4.17, where the Apostle Paul wrote some powerful words that said this, call things that are not as though they were. When we believe that and when we catch that, I'm telling you, our life will change. Our faith will grow. It will increase. Our effective, fervent prayers will availeth much as God promised. So we've got to understand that believing everything can come from what we see as nothing is truly the basis of believing that nothing in life is impossible. Now, I said that a little too fast. Let me slow down on that just a little bit. Listen to this. Believing that everything can come from what we see as nothing today 
is the basis for believing that nothing in life is impossible with God. Ponder that thought. Think about that thought. I promise you today that you're going to receive something that's going to bless you. There's going to be some quotes I'm going to give you that I'm taking out of my book that I've written. There's going to be scriptures I'm going to give you. So receive that. And by the time this podcast is over today, I believe that you'll have a foundation built that will help you understand that you can have greater faith and that all things are possible with God. You know, we can believe for anything. That's something we got to remember in our walk with God, that truly we can believe God for anything. You know, when others see failure or even death, we can see life. We can see hope. You know, this podcast is entitled Quality Christian Living. That's the title of the entire podcast, Quality Christian Living, and it's designed to help us live a quality Christian life. It's designed to help us to live a more abundant life, an overflowing life with joy in God's peace and His love and His grace in our life, and it's designed to help us in the areas of our finances, of financial decisions, of prosperity, of generosity, of understanding what it's like to have faith and what it's like to be debt-free and what it's like to deal with the issues of life. If you're a veteran, there's teachings in it that'll help you understand how to deal with the challenges of being a veteran. And so there's a lot of things that Quality Christian Living will be covering. And in upcoming months and years, we'll be covering just about every aspect of living. So stay with me as we continue on this series that are designed to help you live a quality Christian life. But today we're focused totally on faith. That's the concept that I believe people struggle with. They have a challenge with it. A lot of folks will look at someone and say, boy, they're people of great faith. And they'll think, and I guess I just don't have any faith. But in reality, when a struggle hits, when a trial hits, when something is in your face in life, that's when you understand what kind of faith that you have. And so trials and tests bring forth testimonies and victories and great successes. So let's just believe that God's going to help us have greater faith and a stronger walk with Him and to believe that things that we look as impossible are possible. You see, because we can see that all things are possible. We can believe that, we can see it, and we need to walk in that. So when we face a trial, some anticipate defeat. However, we can get excited about how great the outcome will be. Think about that. Think about that. Just the outcome how it's going to be. You know, when we look at God's word, we look at all of his promises, they're just filled with great results and wonderful positive results. God gave the promise of everything coming from nothing to Abraham and Sarah. Abraham wanted a son, yet he was about 100 years old and he felt his body was as good as dead and so was Sarah's womb. Abraham never wavered in him believing that God had a promise for him. Matter of fact, his faith grew stronger and through this, he brought glory to God. Isn't that amazing? As you listen, to today's podcast, I want you to think about the principle of everything coming from nothing and allow your heart to receive God's promises for you. Let your faith increase today. May your hope of lost dreams be renewed, be restored. Allow the words of the Apostle Paul to bring forth something great in your life. In Romans 4.17, I'm repeating that again because we've got to get this scripture down and understand it and believe it and walk in it. In Romans 4.17, in the New International Version, it says this, call things that are not as though they were. That means that they're here. Something that you thought you could have, don't give up on it, believe that it can come back to you and you can receive that today. You see, Paul revealed that God's plan of bringing everything from nothing 
was his goal for all of us to achieve. God's dream that all of us would be able to trust him to bring back hope and life in past failures and challenges that we faced. My prayer today is that everyone who listens to today's podcast will see the irrevocable plan of God to bless his followers. It's irrevocable. It's his plan. Now start writing down things in your life. I know you maybe not be able to write because you're riding a bike or you're walking or whatever you might be doing. You're not in a position to be able to write. But if you're in a position where you can write these things down today, start writing down the things in your life that you believe in from the past that you'd like to see come back into your life. Things like going back to school or writing a book or taking art classes or restoring old relationships, those can come to pass. You know, our God can bring back to life those things we believe were nothing and that they're gone. We must believe that all things are possible with God and receive today's session in your heart, in your mind, and in your soul. Let it change you. So then let me challenge you to think about the things that need to come back to your life. I just want you to write that down. I think it's crucial that we write it down in order to understand that it's still possible in our life and God can bring it to life again. I want you to dream again. Pick up those past dreams, but dream again. In Proverbs 13, 19, in the New Living Translation, it reads, it is pleasant to see dreams come true. God wants us to have our dreams come true. Otherwise, he wouldn't have put it in the Word of God. So you can dream again. When I think of dreaming, I think of something that I want, that I desire in my life. But then I wonder, how do I get there? Well, let me just tell you, the way that I get there, the way that I believe God has had things happen in my life is that I want to give him thanks before I see the results that I desire. Thank him in advance for what's going to happen. Even in our prayer life, we should say, Father, thank you, Lord, for healing my body. And that when you're, that's when you're going through something, but you're thanking him in advance for it. Thank you, Lord, for restoring my relationships. Thank you, Lord, for helping in my finances. Thank you, Lord, for bringing a good job into my life. Those are things we should thank in advance and call forth something that's not and believe that it can come to pass and it will become reality in your life. One of the ways that we can see things come to life is to read Philippians 3, 13 in the New Living Translation. It says this, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. I'm telling you, our past will rob us of our future dreams. Our past will rob us of having joy in our heart and peace in our life. So let's make sure that we can rise above our past and move forward for something great to happen in our life. In addition to that, we need to make sure that distractions don't rob us of God's promises. You know, sometimes we get a plan or a dream of something we want to see happen. And so we get started on it. We kind of get our plan laid out, but then we lose focus on that plan or dream and we get interrupted with distractions that happen. Maybe you get sick or maybe there's a friendship that breaks up or possibly a job situation. And all of a sudden you start thinking of all your problems and all your trials and you give up on your past dream. So we can't allow the new distractions in life to rob us of God's promises for what we believe that we want to see happen in our life. We also need to to focus on what we can't see, that we will always believe in God's promises, even if it's something that we can't see, that it's impossible to see. Let me let me put it to you this way. In one, here's a quote from one of the chapters in my book. If we focus on what we can't see, we will never believe God's promises. So don't focus on what we can't see. Believe for what God can do. Believe in God's 
promises, believing in God's word that tells us we can call forth those things that are not as though that they are. Sometimes people come to me and they'll say, Pastor, I know you you must have great faith and you must have this amazing faith and all that. And I a lot of times don't think that I have a whole lot of faith. I believe that I could have much greater faith. And I, I think that that's kind of way to look at it. We should never believe that we've arrived and that we've already achieved what one of our goals is. It's interesting when it comes to faith that we struggle with it. And a lot of people will look at others and basically judge themselves about their faith. But the Word of God tells us this in Hebrews 11.1. 1, it says, now faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So therefore, that promises to all of us. For those that you know or you think have greater faith than you have, they're just operating under that promise and you can operate under that promise. You can believe for things that, quite frankly, you may have given up on. You can believe for things that other people can't believe for. I know sometimes people will come to me and they'll tell me that they've got a dream to start a business or do something exciting in their life and they've got this wonderful dream and another person will hear that dream that they have and think, oh my goodness, that's so extreme, that's radical. I can't imagine anybody doing that. But in reality, a person's dream should not be withheld or should not be forgotten or given up on just because somebody else doesn't believe in it. Because God believes in our dreams. God believes that he can do all things and he knows that he can do all things. And we've got to believe that he can do all things and that the dream that we have can become reality if we don't give up on that dream. In the middle of all this, we need to understand that God is so faithful to us. In Isaiah 26, 3, in the New Living Translation, it says this, you will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. You see, if we learn to trust in God, that's a step of faith. If we learn to trust in him above all things, that's a step in faith. If we believe that his thoughts are fixed on us and his promises are for us, that's another step of faith. And each one of those increases our faith and allows us to have greater faith to believe for things that we want to see come and take a place in our life. The reason I say that is because of Isaiah 40 and verse 29 in the New Living Translation. It says this, He gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. You know, that's a pretty impressive scripture. Think of that. He gives power to the weak and strength to the powerless. God is our source of power. And we've got to believe that. And when we believe that, it's another step towards having greater faith. As I'm looking at some of the notes I've made here and some of the things I've written as an outline to today's podcast, it's kind of interesting when I see the thoughts that the Lord has given me. For example, here's here's a quote that's that's in my book that I plan to use today. Listen to this and, and see if it speaks to you. Instead of allowing the past to cause you to run out of gas, decide to use your past to fuel your future. You know, a lot of folks say, oh, my past, I want to let it go and be sure that it doesn't help me. But we grow from our past mistakes. We can grow from our past failures. We grow from our past sins. We grow from our past trials. And when we grow from those things, it's a good growth. It's a solid growth. And it will fuel our future. So remember, God's promises are for you. They're real. They're for today. They're for you to have greater faith. And so receive these thoughts as I'm pouring them out to you. I know I'm giving you a lot of thoughts and a lot of quotes and things and a lot of scriptures, but they're all important and vital to experience greater faith in our life. Here's another quote that I want to use from my book. I've got a whole bunch of them listed. I'm just going to speak from those today. Faith sees the problem in reference to the source of the promise. 
See, when there's something you're facing, faith sees the problem and identifies it immediately. But they look at it in reference to the source of the promise, the promise that God has that he can do all things, that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world, that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. These are all the promises of God, and faith sees the promises of God even in the midst of the problem. Here's another quote. Our life is filled with opportunities to believe for good results. Sometimes people look as a problem as as just that, a roadblock, a wall, something that's stopping you from achieving anything. But in reality, our life is filled with opportunities. When you hit a wall, that's an opportunity to believe for good results. When you get sick, that's an opportunity to believe for good results. When your marriage is on the rocks, that's an opportunity to believe for good results. When your finances go down, that's another opportunity to see for an increase in your finances. See, these are all small steps, but when they all come together, they become a giant leap, a giant leap to grow in our walk with God and to see an increase in our faith. As we grow in our desire to increase our faith and do what we can in reading and praying and seeking good instruction from people to help us grow in our faith, we've got to understand that the words that we hear and the words that we speak have a terrible impact on us. They can be a horrible impact or they can be a great impact on us. You see, the words that we hear will almost always affect the words that we speak. So if someone is speaking negatively into you, you might become a negative person. If someone is speaking positive into you, you've got a greater chance of being a more positive and encouraging kind of person. If you speak words of encouragement to others, you're encouraging yourself. When when we bless someone else, we're blessing ourselves. The words that we speak will always affect the words that we pass on to others. When we speak something, it touches people. I mean, a lot of times we don't realize when we speak things into people's lives that it can have a great impact on them. But if you were to stop right now and think about people who said certain things that touched you, whether it was good or it was bad, it did have an impact on your life. So we should be very careful in the words that we speak because the words that we speak will affect the faith that we have and whether we have great faith or whether we struggle with believing for faith in hardly anything. Another way to increase our faith is to increase our prayer time because I believe that I that I have discovered in my life that prayer can bring life into things that we've given up on. When we pray, aren't we believing for it? Aren't we seeing it happening? Happening when a lot of folks pray, they think that well, my prayers aren't going to do much, but I'm going to pray just because I guess I have to, or the Bible says I need to pray. No, you need to pray believing. We need to pray believing that God is going to answer our prayer. We need to pray with an anticipation of success, an anticipation of physical healing, or an anticipation of relationships being restored, or an anticipation of something good happening to ourselves or to those people that we're praying for. So when I, when people come up to me and they say, Pastor, I want to pray for you. I I like to talk to them for just a little bit to kind of see how they feel about their prayers. Do they believe that they're going to be real, that they're going to be answered, that God can handle something? And sometimes people look at me and say, well, I I hope so. And I'm, I'm kind of hoping that maybe God will heal you or that God wants to touch you. I like to stop at that moment and say, you know, I'm not so sure that we need to pray in a way that we're really kind of doubting that our prayers are going to have any value. I believe we need to pray believing that that our prayers are going to be answered. They're going to be answered by God and God's going to send the answer and going to send that healing or send that financial breakthrough or send that situation help and there'll be prosperity in in all that we do. And I just believe that. I think that's the type of thought process we need to have. So we need to be careful that when we pray that we actually believe that something good is going to happen. And when we do that, you know, you'll discover that your prayers can bring life into things that we have given up on, that you have given up on, that others have given up on. Prayer brings new life 
into past failures and future hopes. Every time I think about faith or talk about faith or preach about faith, I remind of the story of, of doubting Thomas. Thomas was the apostle that everybody kind of thinks that he was not a man of faith and he was not a man that had any substance as far as his faith went and because he was the one that had to see Jesus and he doubted things and he questioned things. And, and it's because he just wanted to see the holes in Jesus's hand to prove that he, that Jesus it was Jesus. That doesn't mean that he didn't have any faith to believe. The man literally was a man of faith. Otherwise, he would never have followed Jesus and he would have never have been referred to so often as one of the strongest apostles that Jesus had. And I believe that he did. He was faithful. You see, because the Bible tells us is blessed is the man who believes and yet he cannot see. And a lot of people immediately say, well, that's just Thomas. That's Thomas. Well, Thomas was a man of faith. He trusted in Jesus. He believed in Jesus. He just had that moment when he actually wanted to see it for himself. And I just think that's in natural with all of us. We all many times want to see something happen before we can believe it. And and that's probably okay. But we've got to remember that most times the things that we need, the things we need to have faith for are things that we may not get to see right away, but we've got to believe that they will come to pass. You see, in the Bible, all they knew was what they saw. They didn't, they didn't have a Bible like we had. In the old days of the Bible, when the apostles were walking the earth and they were running around doing this and doing that and they were being challenged with their life and going through all kinds of difficulties, they didn't have a Bible to go pick up and say, well, look at this. This is what the Word of God says and this is what Jesus said. No, they just simply had to believe by faith. And Thomas was one of those people. He operated in faith to just even be in the same community that Jesus was, to be a part of that incredible movement. And a lot of folks today feel that unless they can see see something that they'll never be able to believe it. So they have, you have, we have to learn how to fight that. We learn how to rise above that and to see that God gives us sight through our faith. Now, my purpose in doing this podcast to help people's faith grow is to help people believe for something that they cannot see. That's one of the big reasons that I'm doing this this entire series on on faith to receive is that they've got to believe for something they cannot see and they've got to call it forth and anticipate it being there. And after listening to all these podcasts, I hope that you'll be able to trust the Lord to bring forth things in your life that currently do not exist, but they're hoped for. And through faith, they will become part of your life. Believe that now. Just trust God and receive it in Jesus' name. You know, I wrote a chapter in my book and it was entitled Anticipation of Joy. And it had to do with how to receive something from nothing because the book was designed to give people faith and help them to understand how to receive faith. And there's a quote in here that I just really thank the Lord for giving it to me because every quote that I have came from the Holy Spirit, I believe. It came from my experience in reading the Word of God and praying and also seeking Him and asking for guidance and direction in writing that book. But here's a quote that I think will be helpful and encouragement to you. For a moment, think of something in your life that filled you with an anticipation of joy. Just for a moment, think about something that happened in your life. It might have been when you were a kid and it was your first chance to go to Disneyland or Christmas was coming up or it was your birthday and you knew that was going to be a fun day and you lived with an anticipation of joy. If you can go back and think about that, just realize how good it made you feel, how positive that you felt, how encouraged that you were because there was something filled with joy that was going to happen in your life. Well, that thought process needs to come to us in our prayer life. When it comes with our desire to have greater faith, we need 
to live with an anticipation of joy that God is going to give us greater faith and that we, when we pray and when we believe and when we trust God and we quote his scriptures and we lay hands on people and pray for them and ask for an anointing in their life or a healing in their life or for a blessing in their life or whatever it might be, that there's an anticipation of joy and expectancy that something good is about to happen. The great man Oral Roberts always had a statement when on his TV show and he would say, something great is going to happen to you today. And he had that anticipation of joy and it needs to be in our lives. So I just pray for that right now and I claim that in your life, that anticipation of joy and that anticipation of greater faith will overtake you and you'll receive it and you'll start to experience experience that in your life, to anticipate God answering prayer, to anticipate greater faith. I just want you to receive it now in Jesus' name. I believe that you can sense the victory before you enter the battle. I believe that. I believe that you can anticipate great victory and a great answer to prayer before you enter that spiritual battle or whatever it is that you're facing. I want you to remember to try to avoid the pessimistic thoughts of failure and defeat. Let those go. Dismiss them. Don't go there. Just don't allow your mind to go there. Believe that there's going to be great victory and you're going to have victory before the battle starts. And that's not easy to do. I realize that throughout the Bible, we have examples of men who went into battles and great wars that took place and all that. And there were some that had anticipation of victory, but most kind of had a lot of doubt and a lot of questions and a lot of fear and a lot of worry. I know I served in Vietnam and I was involved in a few situations that were life-threatening where we were being shot at and they were trying to overtake our compound. But I can tell you, I wasn't a Christian and I had a lot of fear. I had a lot of doubts. I had a lot of worry. But I can tell you now, when I face a life-threatening situation, my faith just rises up and I sense victory before I enter the battle. When I was diagnosed with cancer that was incurable, my wife and I, we just sensed victory before we entered that battle. I'm, I'm keep pouring that into that quote that's in my book because I think that's crucial to anticipate and to believe that, that God's going to answer this thing before you ever even and start to pray for it and just enter into that thing with a with a sense of victory and success and claiming the promises of God. Anytime we face a battle, we ought to get the word of God out and quote skirt and scriptures. And this particular one to me has always been very powerful. It's found in Joshua chapter one and verse nine. I'm reading it out of the New Living Translation. Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. I'm telling you, just take that. Put that in your heart. Put that in your mind. If you can't remember to quote that scripture from time to time, then I'd get a three by five card, a little card, and write it down and clean that promise and keep that card with you. And whenever you're facing a challenge, pull that thing out and look at it and encourage yourself. You know, when I became a Christian, I first received Jesus as Lord and Savior. My wife and I went to a Christian bookstore, and we were getting materials to read and things that we thought would be interesting. And there was a little ceramic thing that looked like a loaf of bread, and there was a little opening in the middle of it. And then in that same package was a, a whole bunch of scriptures, little pieces of cardboard they were written. And you would put those scriptures inside that thing that looked like a loaf of bread, and it had a word on the side of it that says the bread of life. You know, that could say the bread of hope or of faith and trust and belief in God. But that little scripture was there that every time you needed some encouragement, you could walk over to that little that little ceramic loaf of bread with the scriptures in it and you could pull one out 
and read one of the promises of God. And so I don't think they make those anymore. I don't think they're even around anymore, but you can make your own. You can get some three by five cards, write down scriptures that are powerful, that speak to you, that encourage you, that increase your faith and claim those every day and read those every day, every day. And you just watch and see that your faith will grow and increase and your trust in God and your expectancy for great thing and anticipation of joy will just fill your life because you're going to be a person who calls forth those things that are not as though they are. You're going to be a person who, when they face a a challenge, a trial, a difficult time in their life, they're looking for success, even though they're in the midst of the circumstances and what they're going through. You're going to be a person who can walk into a difficult situation and and believe for a good positive end result at the end of it and believe that before you even have to face that trial that you're going to have a great report. I believe that and I believe that God wants that in your life. As I wrap up this teaching today, I just want want to tell you that there's going to be challenges in your life and when they come, you're going to be ready for it because you're going to be a person of faith. Little do we know what we'll be facing each and every day of our life. I remember recently I woke up in the morning and thought things were great. We had been remodeling our home. All the work was done. Then all of a sudden, I went out to get in my car to to drive to a store to get something I needed, and the garage door wouldn't open up. All of a sudden, I thought, well, okay, I've got to do this and do that. So I did all the things that I knew to do to do to get the door open, but it was locked. It was frozen in place. I couldn't operate it manually. I couldn't. The electrical system wasn't working. Just nothing would help me open that door, and I felt trapped. Now I thought, Lord, there's got to be a good solution to this, and I know it's gonna. There's gonna be a reason for this because all things work together for good for those who love the Lord and are called according to His purpose. So I just believed that, and no matter what I did, though, I couldn't get the door open. So I called a company to come out, and when they came out. He said, your spring, the main spring broke and cracked. And he said, you will never get that door open by tugging on it or pushing on it. It was impossible. But he came and fixed that door. He put a new spring on it. And he had, it was so easy. It was so simple. He was only there about 30 minutes. And he took the old spring down, put the new spring in, and everything operated perfectly. And, and the problem was gone. But in the middle of that, I kept thinking about these podcasts and I kept thinking about the books that I've written on faith and trust and and things that are so important to me. And I just thank God that that little problem that happened wasn't, yeah, it was a nuisance and it was a a problem and we could get it fixed, but I wasn't going to let it rob me of a good day, a joyful day. And I believe that because of these podcasts, those types of challenges I'm able to handle better with more faith and more trust in God. And you will too. And my prayer for you is that you will receive this teaching that your confidence in God and your confidence in His promises and that you'll be a believer that God's on your side, that He's one of your fans. He's supporting you. He's cheering for you. He's cheering for you on. He wants your faith to increase. So with that, I'm going to close in prayer and just believe that God's got a great plan for your life as you seek a closer walk with Him and greater faith. Father, bless those that listen today. Pray you would anoint their ears, Father, to take what they had as they heard it, Father God, and to apply it to their life. I pray that the scriptures I read would come real in their life and they would be powerful and active. I thank you for it now and I'll give you all the praise, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, we've come to an end of a particular series on faith and there's a new series coming up. I'll tell you about it in just a moment. But if you'd like to learn more about faith and about how to receive everything from nothing, then I'd like you to go to my webpage. It's David C. Friend author.com. If you go there, you'll find a number of books that I've written. And the one that I use for this teaching, once again, it's entitled Receive Everything from What We Call Nothing. It's available there and you can order it and other books on how to be debt-free, how to be a generous person, 
and subjects, I think, that will bless you in your desire to live a quality Christian life. If you're interested in subscribing to my podcast, you can do that on cpnshows.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. So before I pray over this and just close with this, I'd like to encourage you to tune in to our new series starting up at the next podcast. It's entitled, God's generosity. What's in it for me? I believe you're going to get excited about it. I believe it's going to bless you. And I'm I'm anticipating something very special happening in that series. So I hope that you'll tune into it and listen to it. So let me just close with this. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. May he be gracious to you and give you peace. May you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. So until next time, may God richly bless you.